Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, COVID-19 caused so many businesses across the world to pivot, and my next guest was no exception. Only CW Applied Technology pivoted by rolling out a product that kills the virus, which actually caused the pandemic. John O'Connell from CW Applied Technology joins me now to discuss his plans to bring this innovation to a global market. John, we'll be discussing the sterilising device that is enabling CW Applied Technology to tackle COVID-19. But first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background. Very good. Well, I'm a Kerryman by part. I'm from Tralee originally. Uh, I did an electronics engineering degree in UL a good many years ago now. And uh, for the last 30 years, I've been working in the electronics industry in various companies. And six years ago, I did a management buyout from the company I was working with at the time and set up CW Applied Technology here in Shannon in County Clare. And prior to the onset of the pandemic 18 months ago, what area was the business specialising in and how was it performing at the time? We were in electronics design and manufacturing, and we still are. Uh, we support a lot of startup companies, SMEs, and, and larger companies as well. And what we are really is contract manufacturing, so that is we manufacture under contract uh, for anybody. So you bring a product to us that you need to have manufactured. The company was doing okay. You know, we, we had, like everyone, probably we have our ups and downs. Uh, we're doing, you know, doing well in certain areas. Automotive electronics would be a speciality for us. Uh, also doing quite well in healthcare at that time. Um, and then the opportunity came along uh, in March of 2020 to get into the UV sterilising area. So in a way, the coronavirus has acted as a catalyst for developing a product, which you now plan to take to global markets. Tell us about how you developed the MOVA-X disinfector. I will do. Well, back in March of 2020, we had a request from a surgeon, Professor Karen Redmond, who's a consultant, a thoracic and lung transplant surgeon in the Matter Hospital in Dublin. And she was looking for a room ultraviolet sterilizer. And she felt at the time that every hospital, every GP surgery, every medical clinic should have one, everyone in the country. Um, And she felt that this was a key part of the arsenal for fighting uh, COVID-19. So at the time, I didn't know anything about um, UV sterilizers, to be honest with you. I didn't have one. I didn't know anyone that did have one. But once I studied it, I came to realize that given our skills in electronics design and manufacturing, then it's something we could do. But uh, I didn't want to just jump in and become a sterilizer company overnight. Um, so what I did was collaborate with a company in the United States who had been in the room ultraviolet sterilizer business for more than 25 years, a company called American Air and Water. And in talking with them, we, we together came to the conclusion that one of their products was ideal for what I was looking for. But they couldn't sell it because the electronics was all out of date and they had been quoted some enormous cost to get it redeveloped. So that was serendipity, if you like, because that's what we do. You know, um, we design and develop. So we took on that product to completely redevelop it. Then the product became ours and we paid them a royalty fee for everyone we sell. And how exactly does the Movex disinfector work? There's three types of UV light or ultraviolet light that come from the sun, UVA, B and C. Now, C is the only one that will kill bacteria, inactivate viruses. Now, typically, UVC from the sun is blocked out by the ozone layer, thankfully, because, you know, it's it's a killing uh, device, really. It kills bacteria, but it can't distinguish between good and bad bacteria. 
So what we have done and what is done in UV sterilizers is that uh, we recreate that UV uh, uh, wavelength of light in a bulb and nobody can be present in the room while it's operating. No person, animal or living plant can be there. And what, what UV light does is it breaks down the DNA of a virus or bacteria, splits it so that it can't recombine again and it renders it, in the case of a virus, it, it renders it inactive. And talk to me about the rigorous testing process that you had to bring that product through. Yes, we, we, we go through the standard kind of testing, if you like, CE approval and certification and so on. But there's a lot of UV sterilizers on the market and a lot of them are of dubious origin, let me say. Um, and there isn't a lot of regulation around the market. So we took the view that we wanted to have independent certification of the product so that there could be no challenge against it. So we went to an FDA-approved laboratory, uh, which is based in, in County Galway, and they took two of our units and tested them for effectiveness against both SARS-CoV-2, the, the virus that causes COVID-19, and also something called CPE, which is a superbug um, bacteria, which is a, a growing global problem as a, hos- a hospital-acquired infection. And we wanted to test how effective uh, our MoveX is against those, and the results were, were outstanding, really. And can the product, the disinfector itself, also be used for general sanitising? It can do. It can be, yeah. I mean, it kills bacteria and inactivates viruses, all viruses, all bacteria. It's just a question of how long you run it for, for different viruses and different bacteria. Um, it's not a substitute for cleaning. Cleaning still has to happen. But clinical studies show that cleaning is about 50% effective. So this doubles that, you know. It, it, it really um, clears anything that remains. Now, there is... Like anything, there's no, it's not a silver bullet solution. There is weaknesses in UVC as well, in that it can only kill whatever the light falls on. So shadowed areas are not affected. So you have to minimise the amount of shadowed areas and ensure you hit all the high touch points in a room. And typically, who have you found your clients to be today? There's a, a huge cross-section, actually. I mean, obviously, um, doctors, um, medical consultants, medical clinics and care homes uh, cancer care units, but also schools, hotels, uh, sports clubs. Uh, there's a whole range, really, you know, manufacturing companies, people with showrooms, anywhere where, you know, hygiene concerns are high and people want to protect their own staff and they want to protect uh, clients or customers coming in. Now, it doesn't use any chemicals. It doesn't use any gas. So anybody that comes into a room immediately after it has finished its run, there is no risk whatsoever. And John, I understand that you're also looking at a rental model whereby homeowners could rent a steriliser for use in their own properties. Yes, that is uh, in, in planning at the moment. Uh, that's right. Uh, we've had some, a, a good many inquiries, really, from private individuals uh, who were looking because of maybe having rented out homes during the summer, looking for a means of uh, ensuring that the hygiene level is back up to where they need it to be. And have you applied for a patent to protect the technology? And are you concerned about larger international firms copying the disinfector? Um, no, I suppose on both counts. Um, UBC has been around for many, many years, so it's very, it would be very difficult to get a patent on the actual technology itself. Now, where we could get a patent is we have made it as flexible and scalable as possible. And by that, I mean you can stack one sterilizer on top of another. You can actually stack them three high which increases the power output, 
it increases the area which you can cover in one sighting or sitting. Um, but yeah, I'm not um, I'm not concerned because patents take a long time and they cost a lot of money. And now is the need, and we just got on with it. And our intention is that we'll continue to develop and come up with new ideas. Like we have a robotic version launching now as well, which is suitable for you know airports and hospitals or large venues like sports stadiums. Explain to me how that robotic version is going to work. Well, it's 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 very simpler in many ways to the existing product, but it's there's a robot added to it, so it'll move about. If you have say an airport terminal building or uh, gates or lounges at an airport that are unoccupied at night time, you can just uh, set it up to run and it will go into all the rooms and come along by the seating and wherever you need it to go, it will go. You don't need a person there with it. It will just operate itself. And in terms of reaching global markets, John, I know that you have a three-year plan in place and that you're already using distributors internationally. One of these locations that you're currently operating in is Azerbaijan. Why did you choose that location? Well, that's a good question. That actually came through. It was a recommendation that came from uh, a, a person, I suppose a person that had, was introduced to us as someone who had contacts in the health industry around the world. And one particular uh, company that he was connected with was operating in both Kazakhstan and Azerbaijan. And that's really, that's the entirety of the background to it. And John, when you are appointing new distributors, what are you looking for in them? Ideally, access to market. And we're, we're bringing a, you know, a product that is independently tested and verified. We know the product works. Um, we need people that have access to, uh, ideally, I suppose, care homes, uh, medical clinics, doctors as a priority. Maybe they're selling other products into those um, facilities already. And this is a natural add-on to what they're offering. And John, of course, you know, at this moment in time, in the middle of a global pandemic, viruses, COVID-19, sanitisation is top of people's minds. But is this going to go through a particular lifespan? I think uh, the way I'm looking at this is a bit now, and it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11, but it's a bit like 9-11. 9-11 changed our psyche when it came to travel and security. And we're still living with the consequences of that 20 years later. I think the same thing will happen as a result of this pandemic, or has happened. We're far more conscious of hygiene, awareness of, you know, crowds, um, the dangers of virus spreading. You know, I think we're going to be far more conscious of hygiene going forward, and particularly in hospitals and medical clinics, even though, you know, hygiene should have always been and always has been, I suppose, Uh, But it's going to be uh, at a much higher level going forward now. And as a result of your pivot into this hygiene space over the past 18 months, there has been massive transformation going on in your own business. But how has this impacted your ability to manage the core manufacturing business? Well, we've continued to keep both sides of the business uh, operating side by side. Um, We've increased um, our our number of employees. And uh, it's simply, I suppose, responding to what we need at any particular time and, and trying to grow in line with what we perceive to be the market growth for either business, either manufacturing or in the UV business. So it's it's our intention at this time to keep both sides of the business going and, and not to separate out into two separate businesses. And finally, John, in terms of the long-term growth strategy for CW Applied Technology, will this be focused around developing new products such as the disinfector or will it be through mergers or acquisitions? 
for both sides of the business, I suppose there's a different approach. Uh, on the UV side, it will certainly be around innovating and developing new products and evolving the products we have. On the manufacturing side, uh, I think mergers and acquisitions is certainly what we'd be looking for. Maybe initially collaborations with companies and let's see how we get on and then possibly moving into mergers. But we're looking at more the the smaller manufacturing end of the market uh, and collaborating with companies as say, but, but growing through mergers. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was John O'Connell from CW Applied Technology. And it's great to see an Irish company innovating successfully and seeking global success as a result. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.